Hello and welcome to the second episode of Pineapple News. This episode, we actually have a very special guest. Please do excuse the uh, the sound quality because um, we are using quite unorthodox methods to get both of us in. The recording software didn't work in the traditional way, so we couldn't actually get it on. Also, I sound like absolute crap because I'm starting to get a bit ill. I don't know if it's something serious. Pray that it's not, but yeah. Mystery guest, reveal yourself. Who are you? Hello there, my name is Umar Islam and um, I uh, I live in the UK, I'm 19 and uh, I'm studying right now and uh, that's all you need to know. <laughs> okay, so basically we're just going to be talking about the news, what's been happening in the world currently. Let's get into this episode, let's go. What's been happening this week? We, we will be talking to uh, our good friend Omar over here. Um, Omar, what do you make of the current affairs of the world? Like, what what do you think? What do you think is happening in the world? Like, let us know from your perspective. Like, you're a student. I'm a student. How is life for you at the moment? Well, generally speaking, my life right now is going through up and downs. I mean, everybody, every student go through up and down because we all go through trials and um, I think the people in the world are going through a lot more than what I'm going through with the virus that's spreading all over the world and um, yeah, uh, the, the, the stress that everybody's feeling and the, the, the depression and whatnot and it's quite sad actually seeing as a student, a young student, uh, like witnessing all of this firsthand and it's quite scary actually. Yeah, it's it's it is quite scary. Obviously, we'll we'll try to speak about a bit about student mental health, which is very important in today's day and age. Obviously, last week we talked about the virus and the dangers of it and stuff like that. But this week, I think we should focus on something else, something that's maybe a bit more, like you said, a bit more uh, pronounced in the student life. I would say, uh, with stress and everything. Obviously, I would. What what percentage of students would you say? is actually stressed in today's world. Yeah, I'd say over 50%. Yeah, like... the amount of workload that's been put on them and the pressure that's been piled up is um, it's quite shocking, actually. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, in that, I'm in that bind as well where I'm in the... where the amount of work that's been piled up in my... in for, for me, like, I have to get the work done ASAP before next week I've got five course work to do before next week and I'm really stressed about how I'm going to do that but all you have to do is carry on thinking that you're going to do it motivate yourself be positive and just move on yeah that's that's quite that's quite a good um obviously a way to think about it but like it, it is crazy to think that we live in a world just getting up the statistics uh, after what you said Omar, let me tell you right now that 61% of college students are seeking counselling for anxiety and depression and other stuff like that. 49% for depression, 45% for stress, 31% for family issues, 28% for academic performance, and then 27% for relationship problems. What does that make you think? Like, How does that make you feel about being a student 
in this modern era where there's so much stress, anxiety and depression happening at a student level, let alone when you're getting older and stuff? I'm not really sure, actually. I mean, it's quite hard. I mean, I do see relationships being broken. I do see students not coming in. I do see um, friends who are struggling with family problems. I do see other people. And it's actually quite sad because I've been through some of them myself. Not Obviously, not relationship-wise, but family problems. I've been through a lot of other different things that other people can... Um, I don't know why I said... So, yeah, yeah. So, you're talking about... Go, going through relationship problems and stuff like that, yeah. Continue from the recording, I think, got cut off a bit, but... Keep oh, I don't know what I'm <laughs> No, like, how how does that make you feel, that people, these students, oh, are, yeah, are having yeah. those... Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that? Yeah, yeah, how does it make you feel? Oh, oh, um, well, relationship-wise, I wouldn't really know, because I have seen them. Um, people being heartbroken i do see uh, my college a lot of people in my college who i do are in a relationship i do see boys and girls together and the next day they wouldn't be together and it's just like okay that's going to affect your studies that's when you should be a girlfriend for real but obviously not up to me is it but then obviously i, I can talk about the people that have family problems and the people that got illnesses and the people that are stressed in different ways and it's quite it's not it's, it's actually quite sad and Obviously, it reflects back on me with the way I'm stressed. I've got work. I've got, um, I've got work that's coming up. I've got driving. I've got college work. I've got so much other stuff to do, and uh, life's just gonna just carry on getting yeah. more stressful every single day. And if people can't hack it now, then it's just gonna be even harder later on. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's that's where I want to go to. Like, right now, eighteen-year-old, nineteen-year-old, you, you know, parents would say that this is not even life yet, like, no stress has really come in. How do you think this generation will be when the actual stress of, like, um, you know, children and... Do you think they can cope? Not at all. I mean, if you can't cope it now, if you, this might be stress, but then, obviously, the parents' eyes, it's not stress at all. Like, from a teacher's eye, they say it's really busy work, and we just get really angry because we're the ones that's doing the work. Yeah. They're, just, they're the ones that's looking at us doing the work. And we're just, we're, we're, we're drained in sweat day and night and we're just doing the work and we can't hack anymore. So some of us, like we said, um, we seek um, counselling and um, doctors and appointments and depression counselling and whatever. And it's actually quite hard on us because we have to make some time on college plus the time on appointments plus other things. And um, yeah, so if we can't cope it now and we get kids later on, if we get married, hopefully if we um, get kids, hopefully if all that works out and... Our kids are not were like listening properly, and it does turn out to be really hard in the family. How are we supposed to cope with that? Are you just gonna smoke a fag and just think, okay, life is really hard, <laughs> um, and live life like that? Start drinking, live on the streets, be a homeless person? No, you're not. You have to actually yeah. be strong and move on. Hundred percent. Like it is something that's quite. What do you think is the best thing that adults and teachers can do? Obviously, there's counselors and guidance counsellors and depression counsellors and whatnot, but do you think it's something that the older generation needs to look at from their side? Because, like you said, the teachers and the parents, they're not encouraging and uh, coming on the same page as the uh, the students, and they're, they're not acknowledging 
how much stress they are actually going through. Do you think there needs to be a change on that level? A hundred percent. There has to be a massive change or the student won't fix up. Like, for example, if I were to, if I'm lazy right now and I told one of my friends I'm not going to do the work, they are going to get lazy. And if I tell my family I'm not going to do the work, they're going to say, okay, don't do it. Now, how am I supposed to do it? No one's motivating me. How am I supposed to do it? I'm not even going to motivate myself. Mm. But if I've got at least friends here, if I've got family here behind my back supporting me, then I can actually push myself. Yeah. But that's what the, that's what the teachers and the, um, the, the, the parents need to understand, that if the, the, the son needs to, or the daughter needs a really hard support, that if the child is struggling with something, the people in the family, the people that's knowledgeable or the friends that are knowledgeable should help and give that person actual support and yeah. motivation to do the work. But, yeah, it's, it's actually quite sad that parents and teachers, they don't even do that. Like, the teachers in my college, I wouldn't I wouldn't lie and just hide it. Like, I, w- I would say this because it's the truth. The teachers are so bad. They're so bad at teaching. We complain every day. They're bad at teaching. I have complained to my lecturer that they're so one of them i wouldn't say his name but he's a he's a really really bad teacher and um yes they, they don't know how to teach at all and yeah. if if, if that's gonna if they're if they're gonna teach us that how are we supposed to get our qualifications yeah no 100 percent. but do you think us being from a uh cultural uh minority obviously being from parents who are immigrants to the uk and whatnot do you think the 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 immigrant the 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 first generation immigrant mindset needs to change because the obviously if you go to your parents who are traditionally from another country traditionally from a more strict system do you think they will actually like they need to change their mindset in how much uh, they provide help with and they acknowledge stress and stuff because I know that my parents won't think that stress is a big thing do you get what i'm trying to say yeah is that something that you think needs to change as well that the parents need to um the the first generation immigrant parents need to step up and actually acknowledge that the student the the children and the students actually have this and it's actually a real thing yeah the parents do need to change i mean the parents are not don't have the mindset of the new generation now the way that we learn now the parents wouldn't understand but they still do they will still have the job of supporting the child they wouldn't understand the work that we're doing but they would still say okay um my son my daughter if you need help i can i can i can book you to the library or i can take you there and you can relax or just have a little break or at least be there for the child that way the child knows that at least he's got people that's behind him and he can actually do the work but obviously if the child is studying so hard doesn't get any breaks He's gonna fail. He's gonna collapse. Yeah, and I guess that that, that, that is a problem for for us as a uh, especially as a south south southeast Asian uh, community that our parents do tend to overwork us a bit. Uh, I'm sure that you can you can agree with that where the the parents are always stressing on doing this and that, uh, on becoming this and that. But they are they stressing the children out too much? Do you think? Yeah, that's, I think it's a bit too much. Yeah, so uh, what do you think that people and, and communities can do to to solve this? Like, what what do you think the solution is? Or, or do you think it won't get solved? Because like, like you said in, in the beginning, like, if this is stress, like, 
that this generation won't be able to carry out the next generation. Like, how are they going to become parents if they're struggling with relationships and they're struggling with, with problems at a college level? How are they going to grow up and be, you know, model citizens for the next generation? Do you think this is something that will continue, right? Like, it's going to be continuing and it might have a knock-on effect on further generations. What do you think needs to happen now, if anything, that it needs to needs to change like like you said students teachers need to need to change their mindset parents need to change their mindset but how can that happen what do you think is the best way first first thing to say is that the way to obviously fix the teachers and the parents the the student needs to change first and now if he needs a student is in trouble and he needs help he wouldn't have to go up to his parents and say mom dad i'm stuck with the work can you help me with it and of course if you don't understand can you at least tell someone or bring me a tutor and make me understand because i don't understand but if the person doesn't the student doesn't say any of that and he's carries on struggling that wouldn't be the parents fault. that would be the students fault for not talking back yeah so and the teacher's the same if a, if a if a student in class doesn't understand the work and he doesn't put his hands up and says teacher i don't understand then he's losing out on the work while everybody's understanding and they're going ahead yeah yeah, I get that. So, yeah, so technically, it is the teacher's fault, but it could also be the student's fault. Yeah, no, no, that's a, that's a brilliant point you just raised there. It's like, everyone needs to change, right? Like, the students need to change, the teachers need to change that, and the parents need to change that. You can't just blame it on one one person, do you get me? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a brilliant thing that you've just raised there. It's like, everyone needs to make their own differences to become a better community and that's what i think it's 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 going to be hard but i think we can do it obviously we've seen communities come together with this recent virus outbreak and uh different things that have been happening you can see that communities are coming together for the greater good but it is something that is very much swept under the rug put underneath the bed left alone that is mental health like nobody was talking about it until a few years ago and especially student mental health um and even more if even if it is talked about even a little bit minority student health like minorities such as south asian uh children and whatnot their student health is very hard to to talk about because their parents are very protective over it and uh very protective over what they say like i'm sure like you can't go to someone and just tell them that, oh, my mum does this, my dad's shouting at me and I'm getting stressed at home because of, you know, fear of you disgracing something, your family name or, or something. That's how it is, right? Like, yeah, I yeah. Totally agree, yeah. Even, even for me, that's, that's how it is. You can't just go out and say, you can't just go out and say stuff. Um, You can't just go out and say stuff to people because there's always a, a connotation that's uh, p- provided with that. But it's something that we as a community of maybe adolescents, teenagers and young adults, obviously about up to 26, 27, we're about second gen uh, immigrants to this country. We need to start talking about the mental health, people who have gone through the the hard times about 10 years ago, 15 years ago. They need to talk about it now and, and, you know, acknowledge that. The students today they need to be talked about right yeah 
yeah so it's it's super important and uh you know there is places to get help i just want to uh, find that if you guys would give me uh, a second i'll try find um some uh helping obviously if you do have any problems do go to your school they should have some uh, student uh, counseling or student um you know a student welfare board uh for students with these kind of problems so do uh, contact them um and there are other places that you can go to anonymous places and stuff like that uh to you know um to help with you like there are people that will listen and there are people that that you know will help you know there's there, there's a big negative connotation that has come up with child line uh, being that oh it's only for people that call and then they get taken away from their parents but it's actually something that you can call for exam stress and it is actually a counseling service there's um child lines one of them then there's another one called the mix where they deal with stress and exam stress uh, another one called pap papyrus um which is another one for for stress young minds is a good one um stress take time out is for young people exam stress student minds is also another good exam one student students against depression that's a good one nightline um campaign against living mi miserably uh the samaritans all these places wherever you are you can get help and that's very very important that you know where you can get help and we hope for all the people that are out there with these 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 um you know the stress and stuff that you do get over it um and just by saying that i would like to conclude this first segment um and we'll see you in the next part thanks welcome to the second part of this podcast of episode two uh with um my my guest here omar Yes, hello there. My name is Umar Islam, and um, I uh, will, will be discussing about financial problems. Yeah, so in this second part, like Umar has just said, we're going to be talking about student finance problems. Us as students, it is something that we do need to talk about, because especially in the UK, it's like when you go into university, you're slapped in the face with a 9.25k loan as soon as you step into to university that's without maintenance loan so that's just your fees and that's without living costs whatnot Omar, with you being someone who's you know maybe you might go to you want to go to university or something like that in the future how does that make you feel that that's such a big loan that you're gonna have to to deal with i mean if if that was me I've already chosen, like, made my plan not to go to uni, but if I did choose, I would say that amount of money would hurt a lot. I mean, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even think of ways to make that money. I would be desperate. I would, I would, I would think of crazy ways to just get that money back, to pay them back. And I don't even know, actually, because just entering and just getting that money slapped on my face is just... It's just a lot. And then just living the life in uni is another stress as well. And I don't intend to go through that path where I'm just going to be fully stressed for the rest of my life. I'm just going to be fully broke. I plan to take another path 
where I'm actually making money like for, for example for entrepreneurship where I'm actually studying plus making money on the side as well which is much more easier for me instead of going through a harsh path like um, university yeah that, that that's one thing that's been implemented and has seen a lot of traction with apprenticeships where people can actually get a degree a, a, a sort of qualification whilst working so they're actually earning money whilst also getting an education which in in essence is is very good but the problem is with that it's a lot of big brands like banks and um obviously the nhs uh, a lot of their positions obviously you have to actually still uh, study towards but do you think that apprenticeship is actually a better option and all courses should actually have or not all but maybe most courses should actually have an apprenticeship offer where students can actually do you think it's better because if you think about it when you're in uni as someone that's in uni myself it's like you do essays and stuff but you don't really see where it's helping you i would personally say even in like a science degree or, or a doctorate degree getting experience is much more important than you know writing an essay do you see what i'm do you see what essay. i mean yeah i totally agree because I've had I've got a lot of experience in different ways, such as administrating, um, working in a sweet shop, or but some of them I don't see as like experience that I need. But then obviously, if I go to university and just write essays and just waste my life there, I'd rather do something better with my life and actually get more experience, something that I'm looking forward to. Like for example, I want to become a game designer now. I would obviously work in that department where, like in IT department, where I would like. Um, get the experience in gaming or in IT softwares, engineering, whatnot, instead of writing essays about IT, which is so boring. End of the day, like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, do you think that universities need to need to change and courses need to change into more of a apprenticeship style and people need to stop because a lot of people still hate on apprenticeships, like lot of jobs they might say that our oh, apprenticeship's not as good as a degree this that this that but it's coming out that people that actually do apprenticeships they gain better experience um and it actually turns out about do you think it's something that big companies need to look at now apprenticeships yeah they do because with the university they they need to change a lot because like it's just, it's just like I said, it's just full of essays and it's just so boring. They need to add in more activities where the students actually can live life. Because if they just carry on doing essays every day, their students won't study after that and they're just going to get so lazy and they won't be asked to do anything. But with the apprenticeships, you've got different things. You've got places to move around. You've got places to see, explore and whatnot. And it's much more fun like that. And I think, obviously, in general, apprenticeships is much more better. Yeah. So... Obviously, yeah, that's something that you want to go down and it's something that we need to look at again as a society because we need to, we need to, I think society as a whole needs an entire reform because the traditional systems are failing, if you would agree with me. It's like, you know, university is not the same as it used to be. Do you get it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more changing into something that where you can get experience, it's actually a better thing to do. And it's something that pe the government does need to look into, uh, big companies do need to look into, because 
more and more people are actually finding that stuff that you do in university isn't actually worth it. And stuff that you gain from experience is much better than, you know, sitting behind a desk for for a few years. There's actually a quote that I um, got from a quite a comedic film back in the day. It's like, you work, but you, you study behind a desk for 18 years of a life, of your life just to get a job behind one for the rest of your life, which is which is crazy when you think about it because you're just working for something behind a desk all your life just to be behind a desk. You're not working forward, but with an apprenticeship and with experience, you get to move out, you get to go out of your comfort zone, learn different things, and it is something that people need to, to, to look into. But with that, with that being said, I would like to conclude the second part and uh, this week's um, podcast. Uh, let's go into the outro. Thank you guys for watching another episode of Pineapple News here on whatever you're watching it on, if you're watching it on Anchor or Spotify. Um, very big thanks to my guest uh, for this week, Omar. And a very big thanks to all of you that are watching and hope, hopefully this, this spreads and whatever you want to, to talk about, please do request it into my Instagram, AKZ16. Um, so yeah, this, this has been this week. Um, please do come back for next week's podcast. I'll, I'll try to get another guest in or something like that. But thank you very much for, for tuning in this week. Uh, Omar, do you want to say anything just to close off? Um, I've got really nothing to say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you think you'll be willing to come on another week for for another podcast, another episode? How how has this experience been for you? Um. Yeah. This 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 was really good. I mean, next time if I'm free, I can try because yeah, because I am quite stressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like like we talked about today. Yeah, the stress is real for everyone. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to, to my guest Omar. Uh, see you guys next week. And that is that has been this week's episode of Pineapple News. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>